What is even up? Surprise! Crab man. <laughs> Here with my boy Heckenstein, which is quite surprising, yes. Oh. <laughs> I know that's not what you meant. Quick start this time. <laughs> um, yes, welcome to the Monadic Hootout. I think that's how it's called, right? Yeah. Yes. Monadic Hootout, that's right. Yeah. Welcome. Mmm, so, indeed. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just greet people until someone arrives and watches. <laughs> yes. Um, how are you doing? Well, first of all, can you see my red new t-shirt? Ooh. It's Necromancer. You remember when I said, like, isn't that kind of a cool title for a game? I do remember that, sort of, yes. And then I found a t-shirt. Nice. And I thought, I got it. Gotta get it. I really like it too. Really, really like this. Nice, yes. Nice colors. Would call you, uh, would tell you where I bought it, but I have the suspicion that the website isn't kind of <laughs> the best. Oh, okay. uh, they have lots of sales. And yeah, I think they screwed me up some money as well. Really? So, yeah, they said like. You pay? <laughs> well, they said that it says twelve cents. It's on sale, and um, well, that you don't have to to uh, pay for delivery. Uh huh. But then when I, I, I wanted to buy it, it had delivery fee. I kind of got back and forth and didn't know what to do, but I thought like, okay, well, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> was it an acceptable price or? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. But then the next day I got on Facebook, like an advertisement that they have now more on sale and completely free shipping. And I was like, that's not, then I wrote them an email and then they told me, that they sorry they can't do anything about it. Uh, I told them that if I had known that I wouldn't have to pay for shipping, that I had bought like another T-shirt, and I said which one, so they could just put it in, but they didn't, and I'm kind of bummed out about that. And uh, yeah, and they they told me that uh, free shipping is only if you buy like five or six shirts. Okay. But then I thought that shipping was limited to six. Uh, yeah, it was it was really weird. So, <laughs> so if you can't pay for shipping, then it's free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so six t-shirts is free shipping, but you can only buy five at a time. <laughs> I think that's, that's the deal. I see. Yeah, yeah um, that does sound a bit fishy. Sketchy, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, hmm. good. Well, no, then they don't get our prime nope. real estate for ads here. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Hope you learn out of this experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you definitely watch this, you will yeah. feel so ashamed of your words and deeds. Yes. Yeah. But talking about money, mm-hmm. gotta read the sponsor of today's episode. So, this episode of the Hypnotic Hootout is sponsored by Me Undads. Do you ever wish you had underwear with real significance and history? Well, check out MeUndads, the only underwear company that dig up, digs up your ancestors to sell you their underwear. <laughs> Go to MeUndads.com and get 66.6% off of your first order using the offer code HOOTOUT. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you could have gotten, t-shirt company, <laughs> that will remain nameless. Yeah. So... Okay, um, so that's, was that already how you're doing? Uh, I'm thrown off by the ad, ad segment. <laughs> Sorry. 
So <laughs> another thing. <laughs> Just remember. Um, today is Friday for Future. Okay. Yeah. What is so, that? For what is that? Have you lived under a rock for the last two you years? You know the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, Fridays for Future is like a, a climate change movement. Oh, is that Greta Thunberg? Exactly. Oh, okay. And that around the world. Right. And today, uh, is, I think three things are in Leipzig. Uh -huh. And around the world, lots of stuff. And so, if you aren't watching right now, and you are at the Fridays for Future, Thingy, good on you. Nice. That's the only excuse. Well done. Yeah. Not to watch this. So <laughs> it's always a good idea. <laughs> so much for that. Oh, okay, but okay. Uh, now now to the news. Uh, well, I've been doing well. That was a nice week for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was was quite nice. <laughs> That's good. Quite nice. What have you been up to? Well, mostly binging Fleabag. Which is hilarious. It's, I mean, it's really depressing. <laughs> so the content of the show is depressing, but somehow it's it's packaged so hilariously. Yeah, I really don't know a better word to describe it. I I was literally crying and screaming a lot, <laughs> and that's okay. I don't do that very lightly or often. Hmm. Maybe for the wrong kind of reasons, but. Uh, but for wrong reasons. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Toddlers falling out down oh. steps or something. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of this this humor, I guess. Toddlers falling down steps because it's about uh, a woman who's got lots of problems, like the kind of problems that are really um, they're not common, but they are like the typical problems. Like the drama stuff problems, and it's really just real quick. I feel like this is the volume is lower than it usually is, right? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Rich, let me fix it. Might get louder now. Okay, I'm just gonna continue raving for um, Fleabag. Fleabag, what a great yeah, that's that's a bit too loud now. I think go a bit down now. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. Looking good. Um, yeah, so she's living a pretty depressing life, like her best friend committed suicide by accident. And, uh, well, they have like a cafe that doesn't really work and her mother died and her father has like a weird new wife and she doesn't really speak to her sister. There's so much tension everywhere in her <laughs> life. Okay. So much drama underneath all the tension and she constantly like talks to the camera but in a funny way like predicts what people are going to say and it doesn't always happen but it's like always funny uh, it's a really great show expertly written as far as i can tell at least mm. and yeah <laughs> uh, a real hoot oh mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i'm not going to say that lightly <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, so I need to watch this. I, I have heard good things. It's one of those that's been on the list forever. And yeah, I mm. just need to find the right mood, I guess, to do that. Maybe if you're 
not happy at all, that's the greatest mood. And if you are happy, that's a pretty good mood. And all in between mm. fits as well. No reason not to watch that. Then I've um, watched some more The Boys. You should. Did I talk about The Boys before? I think so. Here, yeah. I wonder how much I said. Like I like The Boys. It's <laughs> it's a good series. It's really fun. It's not as um, I thought. Like the comics were a bit like vile, just trying to make fun of Superman and not saying much about it. And the TV series, at least, or the, the Amazon Prime series, is a lot better in that regard. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. But now I'm waiting for the next episodes, and it's kind of boring. And I started watching The Tick, which is also a superhero um, spoof oh. TV series, and it's based on like uh, um, animated series. Um, the comic series, yeah. That was like, is it Warner Brothers or something like that? And it has this manic energy. It's mm -hmm. about uh, a superhero who has the abilities of a tick, who's called the tick, <laughs> and is uh, in a blue superhero outfit with like two um, things on the top of his head, antennae, mm. antennae, and yeah, he doesn't know where he came from, and he's like completely heroic. He's just hero, nothing else. And he has like. The thing with destiny, destiny is calling, and he's always like monologuing away in this mm -hmm. dark voice. Oh, it's not dark, but it's um, deep, mm. it's deep, manly voice. He tells you about all the <laughs> about destiny and what they should do. And he he finds basically like a nerd who's like um, researching like other heroes for his reasons. I'm not going to get too much into the uh, content, but he doesn't the nerd doesn't really feel that he can be a sidekick or a superhero or anything at all mm -hmm. and the tick is like convincing him and giving him like a super suit that they find and he becomes eventually he becomes the moth the moth mm -hmm. uh, really yeah and all, everything in this world is like superheroes super bad guys really very spoofs on it and it really meshes well with the boys so well in fact that I'm afraid that I will get confused eventually <laughs> which well I'm actually looking and yeah I was wondering what's, what's up with superheroes why are we so obsessed with superheroes I don't know hmm. it's always great talking to you <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah really <laughs> Giving you the ability to say something and then mm. you don't know. I have no I'm, I don't know why people are so obsessed with it. So I mean I guess it's not really that much different to how people were obsessed with like ancient myths and stuff. Basically the same thing. Mm. And maybe we just love power fantasies or morality tales, so I don't mm. know. And then I guess that that we had this phase where that was a real niche thing and then it kind of became like oh wow it's actually good sort of mm. maybe people are still riding that wave but i'm i am already starting to wonder what might happen after it because i'm sure it's going away yeah i feel like it's it's starting to transform for sure yeah. like the films get 
different and more complex it seems yeah they get new new takes on on it but they, they still remain with the superhero trope yeah i'm thinking when it's already going into this sort of deconstructionist kind of phase that's that's the yeah. way to going past it right so when you're done Is deconstructing it? it and reconstructing it then you're kind of done with it no i don't know i mean first person shooters are still there and they they've gone through deconstruction and reconstruction all the time yeah, but I also feel like they're the most boring things around. <laughs> it's not like the it thing. Sure, everybody buys Call of Duty for some reason, but it's not like anybody's ever excited, really. Oh my god, as a. I think you need to watch the reveal streams. <laughs> People are excited about that kind of stuff. Um, and they're excited about superheroes too. Although, like, we've had, like, I don't know, what's it been, like a decade, two? Of superhero movie after superhero movie and all like all <laughs> every superhero that has some kind of fan base has now a movie i mean the tick <laughs> for f sake the tick has now its own show on prime and you'd never imagine him getting a show i mean and he's really a deconstruction he's also all the time like talking about the monomyth and, and how how stuff should evolve like he explains to the nerd uh, character Arthur, his name, and that he's on his journey to become a hero. And, and uh, Arthur says, no, no, I don't want to. And then, ah, oh, it's already a third step. <laughs> the, the refusal, <laughs> you're on it. <laughs> it's, it's great if you know a lot about superheroes and the tropes, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean... I don't think it's going away for like ever or something, but I, I would imagine that it's like the, you know, like I feel like in the late 90s, 2000s, it was kind of a big thing with crime fiction. Mm. There was like this big thing that CSI and all this stuff was like exploding and you have those right, Fincher right. movies that are like all kind of noirish, um, you know, like Seven and stuff like that. It's yeah. kind of... This uh, like Zodiac, Zodiac was amazing. I love that movie. Um, and and sure, it's still there, but it's not like people. I mean, now it's a punchline CSI, right? It's not the the hip thing anymore. It's like now it's everything is the yeah kind of. It's a I joke. It's, it's both. It's there are jokes because it's in the cultural like zeitgeist maybe and. But do you see people crazy going crazy? Oh, sure, I, I know people love Tartot and stuff like that, but it's not mm. like it's not like this thing, this phenomenon anymore. Like it was, mm. like uh, in the two thousands, I knew so many people would like you know meet up every week in the bar Sundays to watch the new Tartot and stuff like that. I yeah, I don't hear yeah. that around. Now I hear that stuff about uh, what? I'm sharp. Oh, sorry. Ah. Yeah, I wanna. I wonder if, if like superheroes, they have this individualism, like we need this, this reinforces belief that we just need like one great person to save us all. Like the great, I don't know, like the, the heroes of the old times, like Albert Einstein or mm. what have you. Or now the, the new people like Trump or Elon Musk, where people have like kind of a superhero belief in them. And I also thought about like the, the other movies, like the old action movies, you basically had superheroes. They they didn't have a cape or something, but they basically were 
immortal beings just fighting their way through, never really breaking a sweat. Mm -hmm. Or just if they, like in the, in the last part where you have to like feel with them and their challenge. Yeah, that's weird. I, I wonder how long we will have like the classical superheroes, but... I mean, DC is like revamping a lot of stuff. Then we have the anti-heroes now too, like with Suicide Squad and stuff. And um, I think there was a new Avengers game just out now. Yeah, yeah it's very bad. I've heard it's not that bad. But it's supposed to be a pure uh, microtransaction machine that you basically... It's a short, shitty game and you mm -hmm. can't earn enough... Uh, like a friend wrote, she's played that a lot and she was able to unlock one extra skin with mm. the in-game currency she earned yeah. and didn't have to buy. Yeah. But it apparently keeps bombarding you with all kinds of stuff like that yeah, you should want this. And I think it's just selling you skins. It's not selling you characters. The characters, sh no, I, I've heard, are sure, free. Still... And the skins, I mean, for skins. Well, I don't mind paying for skins. I wouldn't pay for skins anyway, but I don't mind that they want you to pay for skins. If that was not the only thing the game has to offer, sure. Hmm. If you make a game that's not even that fun to play and then just pump it full of, here, buy that extra, buy that extra. Hmm. Where you kind of get to the... Uh, I've even see, seen people say, oh, uh, buy this thing for seven bucks, that gives you the best quality and makes the game so much better. And so it's just... Hmm. It sounds trashy. So don't buy it. <laughs> well, I'm not sure we are in the position to judge this game. Well, you, you don't have. You just judged a t-shirt company. I can judge a Marvel. Well, game. I did buy it, so <laughs> it's I can't nice judge buy it. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't buy the game. A friend of mine did, and she said it's pretty <laughs> okay. shit. Well, <laughs> if your friend says that, yeah. <laughs> so, how has your week been? Pretty, pretty shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I imagine. I mean, I would have stayed like a week longer to comfort you, but mm. I just couldn't. I need mm. some space for my own. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, do I even want to talk about that? I feel so exhausted from talking about this the entire week. <laughs> Um, no, I'm just, I've kind of uh, worked myself into a situation where I have been chasing deadline after deadline after deadline, all of them super important, all of them super immediate, um, and yeah, there's been no moment to rest, and so now I'm, yeah, I've kind of burnt out, while there's still more deadlines to meet, and... Yeah, that makes it a bit difficult at the moment. Um, I mean, I guess the good thing is that I started talking about it so much that I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> because uh, I guess communicating is the first thing you gotta do when that stuff happens. And um, I guess we'll see. I'm yeah, maybe hoping that in a week or two. This final thing will also be over, like the application is what I have left to work on and which I also feel I can't just not do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'm just going to push through as best as I can. And I'm making some progress, I'm quite happy 
uh, with myself. I finished the first draft of the script yesterday, and I read it again, and I like it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I never can do that. Really, my own material is the worst. I always end up just deleting everything. <laughs> so best thing for me is always like, don't read it. Just yeah. let it sit. I also didn't feel like it at first, but then I just did, and then yeah, I was, it was pretty good. I was, I was engrossed. <laughs> um, and so that's that's neat. I'm working on a couple of interesting things there. Um, you know, like motion capture stuff, hiring actors and things like that. It's all, it's all these things that in my head are sort of like, you can do that. Right? <laughs> it seems, it seems like something that's so, what? Um, but yeah, uh, let's see how that goes. I hope that works out because now I'm actually really excited about, yeah. uh, making this project. Yeah, well, hopefully, <laughs> you are. Well, uh, you know how this goes. Um, yeah. You kind of, <laughs> at some point, you actually have to then really do it. And that's where then the panic sets in. But, you know, just the idea of having done it, you know, that's nice. I think you're, like, excited until you're exa exhausted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Um yeah, and also the yeah, you know, like I said, it's it's always cool when it's in theory because then you didn't have the chance to fuck it up yet, and then when you're actually doing it, that's the point where <sighs> yeah. okay, now all those all those dreams and those expectations that you've built up and everything that now has to actually be, be delivered on. So good luck with that. And <laughs> but yeah, no, that's this should be this should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really hoping this works out. We get some funding for this and. Is this would be, this would be really cool. Kind of like the Quantic Dream type game is something that I've mm. been wanting to do, uh, which I'm looking forward to if this works out. Doing a lot of, mm. um, yeah, because I don't know interactive movies. It's like the, the sweet spot between everything I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's completely a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on that end, it's fun. Um, I'm also going to show you I've. Uh, what you see rendering down there, that's, uh, yeah. I just played around a bit with, uh, because of the PlayStation 1 aesthetic. I mean, probably not going to go that old. I just put together basically a title screen. And it's actually just 40 seconds long. I don't know what I did. This has been rendering for four hours. I am, wow. and it's shitty quality, small and everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to like capture a look, but yeah, we're probably going to, be more PlayStation 2, I think, in the end. Mm. Uh, not Silent Hill, but more, yeah, Fahrenheit. But right. we'll see, we'll see. It's very exciting. I've That's good. Just, I just now sent off the email to the to the agent of two actors that I found that I like. Yeah. Um, read actors, all that, like, motion capture. And I know one of them. Like, not just, okay, one of them I found because I was watching, like, Criminal whatever on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I thought, hey, that person looks exactly like what I have, or sort of exactly like what I have in mind. Mm. I don't know why I needed to qualify that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was like, can I do this? And I looked up, 
you know, the, the, the agency details and everything, and I look what who else they have, and there's an actor. I'm sure you know him too. I'm going to show it to you. Oh, wait. Actually, let me do this now. So, <laughs> this guy, you probably... What? Why is that one? So I'm also going to inquire about him. He's going to play the husband. Oh, yeah. You can see that. And that's also weird, because I've seen him in stuff, in like Tartot and things like that. So. Yeah. I think I've seen it just recently. <laughs> and that's the that's the thing. Now now I'm writing people to inquire about hiring people I actually have seen in online actual things before. Yeah. I mean I don't know if we're gonna be able to afford any of this. <laughs> that's, that's what the funding is there for, right? Yeah, even with that, I mean I'm still trying to figure out all the numbers. Uh, mm. some of them sound actually quite doable, even in what if we don't find the funding? What if we don't have, you know, the I'm seeing a way this could be done, you know, if we only, because the money we have to invest anyway, if we bring that up again, we might even have enough to fund it ourselves. That just gives me a little bit of, of calm, that thought that I'm not doing all this stuff for nothing because yeah. I'm coming too late and then I don't want to do it. And it's worse. It comes to worst. It might be possible so far. I don't, I don't have all the details yet that I'm going to need. Because there's probably gonna be a lot like you know, carting those people out to where the studio is and putting them up for a you know, hotel for a while and I don't know what else you have to think of then. And what the cleanup of the data is gonna cost if we're gonna do that or not. And then there's a bunch of things to figure out. But mm. that is an exciting part. I've never done that. It's very feels very professional, suddenly. Yeah. Like really like actually making like a big big step in the direction. <laughs> Like, a, like like as if we had a real job, suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> as if we actually had a company. <laughs> so yeah. so let's see if they're going to find us out and I'll say, what? No, not you. <laughs> or if we actually get to... The like imposters! I was thinking about that earlier, like how weird would that be? Like next year to have done this and have and like there's actors in, the, in our game and they say yeah, online. It wasn't for us. <laughs> And then you, you can, can play it, and them. it looks awesome, and mm. I don't know. Then you have a prototype, and maybe you can, you know, kickstart uh, the full production then, or something yeah, like that. find a cool publisher. Oh, for sure. And that does just... sound like there, there would be people interested, like players and publishers. Like, I know. think so, because I think this type of uh, horror game has, has not really been um, made for a while. You know, these Japanese uh, horror games from the early 2000s or like mid-2000s? Uh, not any we know here in Germany. I mean, I'd assume that there are lots of in Japan. I'm sure they still make some, but it's. I feel like the, the things that I, I'm aware of, at least, that I see and also when mm. I look around and when I watch like YouTube videos about rare games and stuff like that, it seems like the like there was this... Yeah, this period, like the height of the Japanese horror game, where you had mm. the, the Silent Hill and Resident Evil and all that. Resident Evil is a Japanese game, right? Yeah. I sometimes get confused because it's set in America, and then I think, is that the American version of that? But no, it's also... <laughs> I guess Capcom has probably some studio in, in America as well. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, so... And, I think after that they started changing things, and it's mm. coming back now a little bit with the remasters of, uh, or like these remake remasters yeah. um, of like Final Fantasy and what was the 
Resident Evil, right? They did a couple of those, which looked actually really good. Yeah. And but that also, I feel like the success of that and how much people were going crazy over that mm. feels like a sign of like how underserved that market was because at some point those publishers just said these types of games they don't sell anymore. Mm. Single player games don't sell anymore. Horror games don't sell anymore. They just decided. And yeah, put everything in microtransactions, and and now I feel like there's this whole market that I would kind of like to have, like uh, like this renaissance of those old games that we love. And now that you know, thirty years back is approaching this time, we're getting ready to be nostalgic nostalgic about that, and then maybe we can you know serve right right the wave <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Lead it, cause it, <laughs> make the wave. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Not yes. following that, <laughs> but because even in indie spaces, I have at least not heard about any horror games of those types. I've only seen the oh. amnesia type thing. Well, okay, I don't know. If if you mean like with that type, like the Quantic Dream style indie prophecy, because like the PlayStation Two. Well, PlayStation graphics horror game I've seen on HIO a couple. Oh yeah, now they're coming. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's why I'm saying we need to get in on this now because it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that by the <laughs> by the cool VHS and whatever. There was a couple that I played from H. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that was pretty. That's that's cool. And that's exactly what I want to do. Kind of. Oh, maybe mm. like I guess I'm now jumping in a little bit later in the history, but yeah. I think this could really be something that people would actually like to, or would be fresh even in a way. Hmm. I think because it's not. At least I don't feel like indie games have reached that stage like they have with all the pixel graphic dungeon crawler type games. Uh, well, still want to make those. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go right ahead. You do you. Well, I am so. <laughs> um, yeah, that would, that, uh, uh, I'm just, yeah, as much pressure as all of that is, it is also very exciting. So, let's see. Let's see what next year brings. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought, you know, having done one of those games. Sitting here a year from now and being like, can you believe we did that? <laughs> Is that sort of? I was thinking about like uh, doing a theater production because that also, in a way, before I did that, seemed like how how would you do this? And then I did, and then it's kind of like so normal hmm. that sometimes I think about like, hmm, I actually did that sort of a thing because it seems like people you can't just do something like that. Yeah, but you can. Which is weird people because are. you can. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like you shouldn't be able to. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Maybe because of these all these superheroes, <laughs> you feel like you need to be have some special power to be able to do that, and like you as a mere mortal mm. can't. But I guess that's uh, the thing with video games as well. I mean, I guess that changed because now we have <laughs> lots of video games, and it got feels like but I did have that same uh, feeling before I, before I in uni. 
um, started like learning how to make games. Mm. Before that, you know, I was always like, oh, I would love to make a jump and run or something. I was always trying to figure out like, how do you make this game? I was trying to read up like how were old games made. Yeah. And it was only, I mean, I had used the RPG Maker before, but it's not quite the same. It feels like you only make that exact game just with a different story and whatever that this thing allows you to make. But uh, mm. But then in uni, you know, I started uh, learning about XNA and then got into like programming and then Java, whatever engines that had, and then came Unity and all this stuff. And now making games is so easy. Um, but at that point, I was also like, I'm, I don't know how this works. I wonder if you can actually do this. And then now that I'm doing this, like, it's so easy. Even before all this stuff, it was actually really easy to make this. It's just a thing of believing in that and then knowing how to look up stuff. Yeah, it's, that's most of the battle, looking up stuff. That is what, that's always what I tell people when they say, I want to learn how to program. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know yeah. how to Google. That is the skill I have, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember half of all of the stuff you can do. I always have to look up. Uh, it's uh, the most, like... Stack overflow, that's like open 24-7 when I code something. Yeah, it's like... There are things that I just can't remember. Yeah. For for example, like how to to initialize like an array in the the short version. Yeah. And I have to look it up every time <laughs> because I don't don't want to write the long version. I want to have the short one that looks good, but I can't remember. Even sometimes when I write the long version, I just get confused how it works, and I want to initialize it right away. In yeah. The, in yeah. The exactly. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Like initialize like a, a filled array. Yeah, no, no clue sometimes. Well, I know it's now because it's so yesterday. Simple. But <laughs> I know how to do it in JavaScript, but be, because that allows you to just do whatever. Yeah, that's kind of a that's what's so nice about it. You just what do what you want as long as, at least, as, long as it sort of knows what you want to do. It's gonna do it. That's nice. <laughs> JavaScript was so such fun with the brackets editor. I just thought about that today when right. I, I had like just very simple things, and I just like. Like, why aren't my game objects renamed as I want them to? Mm -hmm. And I had to go back to the script, look through it, and change a couple of things. Then I had to start the game again. No, I had just to click on Unity, and then it has to compile it. So that, that takes a couple of seconds. And then I have to, to click on Play, mm -hmm. and that takes a couple of seconds, just to see that it's still not working. <laughs> and then I have to go back, and I thought... Man, with or if, if if I just had like a, the console with the uh, JavaScript games where you can mm. just go in the console and, and look how are the variables, what's going on there. I so miss that in yeah. everything else. Like when I was recently, I was writing um, an After Effects plugin to kind of style the the Pebble Prince sequences a little mm. bit differently, and that is written in C plus plus, I believe. Mm. Was it? Yes. Yeah, C++, of course. Yeah, so I would be yeah. And just trying to... Of course, nothing was working. I was doing this for the first time. I was trying to figure out how does this thing actually work? What values does it pass? How do I use them? Yeah. Where do I need to put them for it to update? Things like that. And to figure this out, because the documentation is just... I, I, there's there's a couple of documentations out there, especially of like SDKs and stuff. I'm just, I look at this and I, I have... 
I have no idea how to get the information I want from you. Like, even if I read from yeah. it, I, I just don't get it. I feel like they're not telling me this. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're hiding the it from writes the, the, the documentation and he's not just like, uh, just writing down the stuff he doesn't already like have so ingrained that he doesn't think about it. And you have to kind of infer that stuff. That's also with the Unity documentation. Sometimes Unity documentation, great. Sometimes it's just like a sentence. It just reiterates the name of the function, and you're like, I know that's supposed to do that, but it doesn't work. How does it work? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And then I would wanted to like, you know, debug this somehow to figure out what is this. And hmm. yeah, in JavaScript, I could just write console log, put in the object, and I would put out all the fields and everything for me to easily look through. Yeah. There, I didn't even get it to put it out. Like, <laughs> and it took me. And yeah, sure, C++ handles that a little bit weirdly anyway, but then I wasn't sure if it's not working because I'm doing something wrong or mm. because this function isn't being called and why isn't it being called? Shouldn't it be called? And things like that. Yeah. And then just to get some values to eventually figure out, oh, okay, that's how that works. And I'm trying to figure out how the Visual Studio debugger works so I can look at some values and things like that. And yeah. it's... The Visual Studio debugger is actually pretty powerful. It is. But you... Yeah. Yeah, it's not straightforward. <laughs> It's I've, not JavaScript. I've used it like two <laughs> times and I always was like, oh, now I can see the values and ah, I see where it is and all that stuff. But mm. it's just, in most cases, just debug log is much easier. Yeah, for sure. I had to write myself a function like this so I can put out the actual stuff because it did not work <laughs> with the regular one. Great, and great. I don't know, It's that was... That was something. And I mean, um, I actually I don't mind that so much. The uh, the game maker studio also has a similar debugger, which I kind of like. And as I said, I just love the convenience of the JavaScript console. Yeah, I don't know why that everything has this. The accessibility, I think, is is for me like the great point that you mm. you really can just easily go to each function to each variable. And then everybody's like dunking on JavaScript, like it's such a bad language. I don't, I don't get it. Nah, it's probably the same. Like, games must be hard, and you must die, otherwise they're not real games. <laughs> <laughs> so if coding isn't a pain in the ass, then you're not a real programmer. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> nah, JavaScript is great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to mm. develop. Yep, yep, yep. How is development coming? Um, quite good. I, I really didn't think I'd work like now three weeks on the safe system. But I am, but it's, um, it's nearly finished. <laughs> nearly finished. You're making it all complicated again though, right? Oh, wow, well, yeah. <laughs> I have one function to, to do like the binary formatting and saving stuff, like one class to do that. Then I have a save controller, which does just all the, like picking the stuff together and all the dictionaries with all the stuff. And then now I have a save manager to like control if it's a normal save or if it's a quick save. Then I have all kinds of save controls for each object. It gets like, it's its own little thingy because here I want to have this kind of data and here I want to have this 
and everyone is like kind of differently reacting to quick save or normal save. And then I have to, yeah, I'm still, I think I, I kind of got it all now, but um, the last thing is um, creatures I spawn. So mm. if, if you have like the, the necromancer who, who spawns like new skeletons, and then I load the level, I have everything in there, which is there by default, and then I can change the values, but then I have to go through like additional creatures that got spawned, identify them and spawn them but I, I i think i know how how to do that uh like i, I save them with the name ah, no that's a problem right <laughs> that's a problem i save them with their uh, spawn point because if i load a level there are never two creatures on the same uh, point so i can do that but <laughs> course if i spawn new creature they could be spawned on the same so i need to id them differently and then i have to find out when they were spawned uh, spawn them there and then when they have a unique name they can go and and uh, load their own values like normal creatures so i know that there's a way to do that it's it's been a bit of a back and forth how to to do that and I always feel especially like when I have like lots of different classes and functions that kind of are similar it really really nags really um, yeah I noticed that <laughs> I, I need I need to to find a way to, <laughs> to to write one class and then every every other class can inherit that so I, I, it's it's just cleaner, but it, it takes so much time, and it's it's cleaner. And you should do it like that. And no, you should absolutely you, not. That's absolute nonsense. No matter what, I have I, to remember how you sit there and like, mm, I have two different things I want done, but I don't want to have two functions. How can I put them in one, even though it's impossible? And it's just such it's a waste. Of, it's such a waste of time to do that instead of just writing the functions you need now, because I become a better programmer thinking about yeah. that stuff. And next time, this is not easier. for your personal and, education. And You're supposed to deliver a product. It's not the only thing. <laughs> it, it's we will launch an early access, and I want to keep working on that. And if I, I do like complete stupid code i i can't do the end of course you can the save system is the only thing that has to be like set or at least like the the format because if things the change format, there yes but I if will... you grab the int dictionary or the string dictionary that can be two functions yeah <laughs> and it is now <laughs> yes but you wasted a day figuring that out you know uh, half a day max <laughs> Ah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I gotta be finished there soon. And the, the rest is, is pretty straightforward. It's, it's I think, the, the most complicated thing now. And I, I'm i at a point where I think I can do, like, rewind, like, just go one step. Mm -hmm. Like, undo function, not rewind. I'm not gonna animate all that stuff. I'm just gonna do an undo because loading is so fast. It's pretty easy to do. Um, yeah, it's... I'm not sure if I will implement that, like maybe as an option, like give the undo feature for people who want to to have that. We'll we'll see about that. Certainly can do it now, and it's uh, something I like. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think this the safe system was the 
biggest scary thing I, I, I have to do. So when I ha have finished that, the rest should be pretty easy. I hope. <laughs> Guess we'll see. Yeah, we will. Two more months. Don't say that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I freak out every time someone mentions time. Like <laughs> I look out of my window and like the the tree in front has like yellow uh, leaves now. Some and I'm like, no, it can't be. It's still summer. I need the time. Oh, it's freaking me but, out. But I mean, can you remember how long ago it was that I said to you, we have three more months? So this one month that was a long, long, long time, and you have twice that left. We had nine, so... Wait, what? Did we have nine month development time? Did we? Before there was eight. <laughs> I think so. Well, maybe. Anyway. I wouldn't know these things. Mm hmm. Hmm. But yeah, yeah cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds like bad, right? progress. Mm hmm. I mean, this essentially means that the game is done right now. You just put the levels one after the other, and bam, there it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, we should probably do menus. <laughs> Menus are overrated. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, it's early access. So. You start the game, you play the game, they're done. <laughs> yeah. Why am I even bothering with a save system? <laughs> yeah. oh, right, because it has to save the data from one level to the next. That's, that's the reason. Oh, right. That's the reason. <laughs> I mean, you could just make Kevin persistent. Uh, yeah, I could. could. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess you have that worked out now. I'm just saying two months is a lot of time with a game that's basically done. So. <laughs> cool stuff. We still need to write the early access notice. Because I think it is already shown. Uh, I, I noticed it at the dev... Uh, what was it called? Dev something from the... German guy with the really nice grotesque pixel graphics. Uh, death trash. Ah yes, but I saw on his. It also hasn't gone live yet. I think he goes live October, uh, but you can already see the early access notice. Right. I'm just wondering if we should put that up so people aren't like, "What? Why is this early access now?" When I wish it wasn't type of thing. Hmm. Like maybe nobody I think we are so open here with you guys. <laughs> you know that <laughs> it's early access. I don't think. People were freak. So yeah. So oh well, just yeah. Okay. No, I am curious to see what will happen. Me too. Should be interesting. What else do we have? Do we have much? We didn't have too much. I mean, we I played Fall Guys again with my brother yesterday. Mm -hmm. They had an update. Like that's cool. Still, still fun for a while. Um. <laughs> oh, I don't think I played anything. Yeah, it was just a crazy idea to do like the 
the streaming like challenges a lot to play games. <laughs> <laughs> we don't play games anymore. <laughs> why have we? No. That's exactly why I want to stop it. I want to play games. I don't have time for games. No time for games. Except developing some. Exactly. Yeah, no, the only only entertainment I got was the criminal of various countries. It's called the criminal UK, criminal Spain, criminal Germany. Yeah. I watched France yesterday. I did not enjoy this as much. I, mean, I still think it was better than some of the UK ones, but Germany and Spain, they are both really, really good. So watch them last if you check that out. Just so you don't go from that to... Just, just watch that um, one that's kind of... Ugh. Yeah. Really? yeah, I like this procedural stuff. Uh, it's just procedural because it's a procedure that they are going through, or mm. why is it? Or is it? Why is it procedural? Not in, in in the sense of generated, but in the sense of they follow a certain procedure. Oh, okay. So like a lot of crime dramas are yeah. sometimes procedurals. Like The Wire is a procedural. Yeah, I've, I've heard that, uh, but I never really thought about it until now. Yeah, and so it's just people sitting in a room, uh, interrogation room, talking mm. to someone, trying to get them to admit to something or figure out what's happening. Mm. Always some time pressure and like that. of procedure, uh -huh. I think it's time for beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm even wondering, if we have not much to talk about, maybe we do it, make a short one today. Yeah, we can. I mean, we I mean, should do our topic. I want to do the topic. You want to do the topic? We can do I it. I can see you. Okay, then we do the topic and then we call it a day. <laughs> okay, so do we I don't do anything else. So. Oh, I, I have something. Uh, I'm sure you, you haven't really seen it. Uh -huh. So, there's been a bit... Uh, Wait, maybe if you are actually telling something to people, do it over here just in case. I mean, I think they can hear you. Just because this mic is always so much better at picking stuff up than I assume it is. Yeah, there, there has been um, there has been some drama. Been drama. I don't want to share. I don't believe it. Ubisoft drama. I mean, Ubisoft is just drama. <laughs> like, yeah, Ubisoft is, is the worst. Mm. Have you Fuck. heard of this um, of the the Rainbow Rainbow Six drama? No, tell me can more. You, can you maybe we should Ooh. just just watch the trailer? You should watch the trailer. If, if it's still up, you can watch me what's what's going. So what is it for? Um, I don't know. Let's just do Ubisoft Rainbow Six. Oops. Um, Ubisoft. <laughs> I know drama. Six and then. Yeah, is it well, the recent one? Uh, yeah, the, it's it's a new one that was just announced, and they have just a new trailer. Maybe you can go go videos and or view all there. Uh, do trailer maybe? Reveal trash. No, it's not Shadow Legacy. It's something else. Something with E X extraction or extraction. I don't know. I <laughs> not a Rainbow Six. But maybe you can do. Um, um, no. Uh, let's see. Trailer. Can I kind of look for recent? Like it was in the last couple of days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
So, okay, let's check out what happened in the last week. So there's a Skins trailer, something with a locker room. Season 3, oh no, that's Can the division. trailer maybe? Or reveal trailer? Reveal trailer is probably a good idea. Alright, I can, I can find something here. Reveal. It wasn't Rainbow Six, but I think it was. Mm. Um, oh, do you mean the thing with the Black Lives Matter? Yeah. Oh, that's something else, I think. Oh. Wasn't it? Wasn't that more of a like Deus Ex type thing? Or maybe I just got confused with it. Um, but yes, I know what you mean. Um, because I, I haven't really watched it myself, the trailer, but I thought like maybe it's, uh, it's fun. I think it was a Tom Clancy thing, wasn't it? Ah, Tom Clancy, right. Isn't Tom Clancy Rainbow Six? From Tom Clancy what? Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, but also The Division and stuff like that. I'm not sure which one. Oh, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad? Elite Squad, right. That's that's what it's called. Okay, wait, then let's just switch here. Is it? Browser. Transition. Okay. So, yeah, you can see the, so that's basically the, um, the symbol of N. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, Do you wanna watch the trailer? Yeah, I wanna watch the trailer. <laughs> All right. Why do we wanna spread, spread such hateful messages? It's not, it's just ignorant and stupid. And that's why I wanna. That's why you wanna share it? I wanna see how stupid. <laughs> But I think they removed it, haven't they? I think it... Uh, maybe. I'm just... Just forget it. Vast corruption, poverty, made it more unstable than ever. As the situation keeps worsening, anger is brewing. From between the cracks, a new threat has emerged to take advantage of escalating civil unrest. They are known as Umbra, a faceless organization that wants to build a new world order. They claim to promote an egalitarian utopia. They claim to promote an egalitarian utopia. <laughs> While behind the scenes, Umbra organizes deadly terrorist oh, attacks behind the scenes, to deadly terrorist attacks. chaos and weaken governments. To weaken the governments. At the cost of many innocent lives. Yeah, there's the fist in the background. They have been hacking social media to discredit, They've been hacking social media to discredit to their uh, world leaders. <laughs> Under immense pressure, world leaders have come together to authorize a new international cross-agency unit oh, designed to combat Umbra. It is clear, playing by the rules will not win this fight. The leader of this unconventional squad will need to yeah, recruit I think it's elite a, soldiers enough. from every corner of the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to, to talk about it because it's something As we talked about Wednesday. Where you said like, I think you watched something? Was it even I maybe sometimes do. the CSI stuff? The, the oh yes, the, the Criminal UK. Where yeah, you felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. That, uh, that has a couple of shitty episodes where they like all... <gasps> What if in a rape allegation 
The woman is the real perpetrator. Exactly. She's lying to get a vacation. A bullshit like that. Just just fuck off with that. <laughs> so this is it's the, not subversive this or anything. It's just stupid. Tom, Tom Clancy's hot take. <laughs> what if the civil unrest is actually the bad guys? <laughs> what if the world leaders have to come together to find an elite squad to kill all those bad protesters yeah. that, you know, they say they want equal rights, but... In reality, <laughs> they are deadly terrorists mm. and they want chaos for probably chaos' sake, just basic probably. bad guy behavior. And of course, like with all <laughs> the protesters, that thing was developed um, under the what's it called? The person on top of the production, CEO. Director. Yeah, not quite the CEO, like, but it's the son of the CEO of Ubisoft who developed the game. Ah, right, I saw that today as well. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his name is. I just know the other one is Yves Guimont. Yeah, yeah, the Guimont family is like this rich family that's... Yeah, and then the, yeah, the son made a game about how Black Lives Matter is really infiltrated by Antifa terrorists. Yes. <laughs> Umbra, Umbra they are called. <laughs> Yeah, and they want a new world order. That's so crazy. I mean, we talked about uh, uh, conspiracy theories. No, we didn't, right? I just tweeted that. And I just imagined you might have read that. (laughs) I don't know. Because I was like, I was like so happy that, or I realized I wasn't happy (laughs) per se. I realized how lucky I was that I had, that my conspiracy phase ended like, let's say 14 years ago <laughs> and because there's so much crap I believed like and and now looking back I see how anti-semitic it was as well oh shit yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I mean <clears throat> you know there's like this secret organization and they're all Jews <laughs> and I thought like not all Jews are bad but there's definitely like a, a evil <laughs> Jewish conspiracy mm. and I didn't even, even connect the dots mm. to to all that uh, what basically what what the Nazis did in Germany because all this 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 stuff um, like QAnon mm. I watched a great thing about QAnon ah, right 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 I watched uh, H Bomber guy's new video about in search of a flat Earth and he go he goes into these uh, these conspiracy folding ideas right folding ideas sorry mm. sorry H Bomber guy. <laughs> Sure, if you feel offended because <laughs> I guess you guys know each other, <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> folding ideas, uh, yeah, video of that, and I, yeah, it goes about like these conspiracy theories and, and how they come to to pass, and, and like they're playing on this, um, this need to simplify an ever more complex world, and this is definitely what, what happened back then, but. Today we have also this extremist pipeline, like directly tacked on underneath, I guess, where you you go from all these um, conspiracies into QAnon and Trump is the, the savior, and and we need like a, a authoritarian government to stomp out uh, the deep state, which basically is the Jews, mm-hmm. uh, if you really think about it. Um, 
Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm so lucky because I have still so much bullcrap in my head from back then, mm-hmm. and it was really uh, something. And then <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm flabbergasted by how QAnon managed to even get like the the anti-authoritarian conspiracies and twisted them around, like with like there is a deep state, so. The deep state idea and the conspiracy idea is that like the the world leaders are the bad guys, but now the world leader Trump and is the is the good guy, and the other guys are the bad guys. The Democrats are the bad, and the Republicans are now the good. Like back in the day when I was conspiracy fan, it was the other way around. Like Democrats are also bad, but they are definitely better than the the Republicans. That's why I thought like you you said the episode you watched mm. what what would be even if the yeah what would be if democrats are actually the bad guys <laughs> sacrifice children to to the blood yeah, yeah and the q and stuff like with the blood sacrifice and all that stuff that's actually a very old very old uh, 1930s uh, conspiracy theory that was propagated by the nazis it's it's really that it's just like a couple of words switched out Mm. And it's crazy. Not so surprising. I guess also the Nazis got kind of part of their playbook from Americans, so it's mm. not so weird that it's so. Uh, did they? Yeah, they looked how they how they basically managed to treat black people that way and applied that to right. Jewish people. Yeah, I heard that. I read that. I mean, I think there's even like sort of a theory or like a. I mean, that's not, what do you call this? Like sort of a belief, a hypothetical, that if the Second World War, World War hadn't happened, that mm-hmm. this, the Holocaust would have happened in America, because apparently they were sort of building up to something there. And then the Germans did it first, and then America got back to pretending that they're all cool. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that, yeah, yeah, I heard that, that basically the Nazis, they looked at how America is disenfranchising people and all that stuff right, and just, right. yeah, copied that. And so it's also not surprising that I think this, that the Americans love sort of the Nazis because that was always weird to me, even before like this became more of a thing, like during school and stuff. Yeah. I was always like, it's, it's everything about Nazi iconography and stuff is forbidden here, mm-hmm. but it's fine in America. And there's enough Americans who love the Nazis who are Nazis, like, celebrate that and run around with their flags proudly and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were just so fine with it and it's... Collect the memorabilia and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, and Wehrmacht uh, stuff and all kinds of weird shit. And it's just fascism. It's, like, it's just this authoritarian... Yeah, and like, it's no surprise that they love it because it's... Strong guys. It's kind of... It's not separate. This is all mm. part of the same thing, kind of. It's the Western world. We have a... We have a real problem with fascism in the Western world, and of course, it's spread to well, the non-Western world also. But yes. I think the Western world, I, would I think, think fascism is like a human problem. I think we have, mm. I think I we have, think that's true. have these progressive and um, well conservative mindsets, and I think we have. Uh, there's some research that suggests that there is a genetical difference, and I can't see how these. These Between what? Um, progressive people and um, genetic difference. Yeah, and a genetic a brain difference, so that they, they have stuff differently that you can 
it means that you can um, inherit <laughs> progressive ideas or conservative, or not ideas, but like um, uh, an outset. Like you're more. Where did you get this from? This sounds weird. <laughs> Probably some conspiracy website. Yeah, this, this no, sounds no, 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 no. weird. It was it was a science article headline I read. So it's true. Found it on the internet. <laughs> I read it anyway. I okay. Let's 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 just scrap all that. I can see how <laughs> the there there is like a benefit to having conservative ideas and progressive ideas like we we need progress we need change we need it's good to like improve but change and progress also has a cost and it's dangerous so there's a reason there's a good reason for like not wanting to change too much and then that's what like one part and the other one is just uh, the fear of other people like in this in-group, out-group thing, that's I, I can understand as well. And I think like these combined um, create these fascist or proto-fascist movements or authoritarian ideas that spread. And, and that's why I think it, it's a human thing and mm. we just managed, because as far as I understood it, understood it we, like the Europe as a whole, mm -hmm. had this has the benefit of being on the same this Längengrad, Breitengrad? Uh, longitude longitude and, uh, latitude. Latitude, so latitude probably. Which one, this or the...? Uh, this one. Okay, so... Latitude? Okay. I am not sure which one is which. Okay, but this, this is long and this is lat. Yeah, that's latitude. I think, maybe. That would be my guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not anyway. sure. Like, so the, the, the latitude means that there is like a um, consistent um, environment like the because you have um, cha it's changes in like the what's it called in the umwelt parameter the environmental no, parameters like how how yeah yeah I know. and when you mean like the weather and the temperatures yeah and all yeah, yeah exactly okay and when we we had when when humans developed the agricultural stuff, uh -huh. then this can spread on the latitude, but not as well on the longitude uh -huh. because it, the the weather changes and you need different sure. crops and all that stuff. That's why uh, the European side had an advantage in development because they could like spread these these. Uh, technologies could spread in that direction faster and I've heard like people argue that that's the reason why we had a technological advantage which which was we I say the <laughs> people living there uh, which led to the whole colonialism because they were more advanced in in these technological aspects um, then built ships and started like so suppressing and the world conquering the world colonizing everyone else so not sure where I wanted to go with that but me neither I feel like there are lots of explanations for why we have these tendencies and these problems today and I think it's a human thing 
it just happened to be that the Western world had this this advancement, mm. this um, technological step forward that allowed them to basically dominate the rest of the world. I mean, I, I would say that hierarchies are a human thing. And of course, monarchies exist everywhere, like also without colonization there were before colonization there were monarchies and stuff hmm. but fascism that seems like a uniquely western thing that we just spread everywhere like a disease that we developed and carried to other places hmm. i don't think so i don't think we are uniquely evil from the outset i mean hmm. we have developed this society and yeah i also feel like it's a cancer on, on society that we have um, for too long of time not really treated and is now biting us in the ass big time. And not only us, but everyone else too. Yeah. As you can see, uh, my conspiracy thinking is really <laughs> deeply rooted <laughs> and I yeah, I'm happy that I'm not a QAnon <laughs> idiot thinking that uh, Bill Gates chips children and coronavirus is a lie. Of course, it always comes back to that. Yeah, get much more intelligent, bad ideas. <laughs> All right, then let's try how that works, doing topics on the spot. All righty. Most shocking, annoying, throw your controller gaming moments. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I got some. I got some. Alright, tell me all about them. Well, uh, I think moment is a bit uh, too limiting. <laughs> so Hearthstone is my problem. Uh, happily, uh, uh, or luckily, I, I stopped playing Hearthstone because I really got angry about that. <laughs> and yeah, I just I just can't cope with too much bad luck. And good luck for the opponent. So when I play Hearthstone and I have this feeling like I should be better, I should be like in a, in a better, um, what's that, league maybe? Rang, what's that? Mm. Rank? Rank, yeah, yeah. I should have a higher rank. I should <laughs> basically just... <laughs> I'm a pro gamer, I should be on top. Yes, exactly, <laughs> that thinking. And I have this with, with Hearthstone. <laughs> For some reason, I guess because you don't you don't need to, you need to be fast or really accurate. Mm -hmm. You only have to have a cool idea for a deck and then you have to play it very good. So... I mean, I love like turn-based stuff because of that, because I don't feel like I'm especially accurate or especially like fast, but I think I'm, I'm um, well, above average intelligent, so... I think every average person thinks that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure, for sure, everyone <laughs> thinks is above average. Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, and yeah, I've, I, I, I haven't thrown my controller at anything yet, but... I have like bashed the uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah, so so the the um, monitor toppled over. It was like my most rage. <laughs> <I see. laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had to stop because 
I didn't have fun anymore. I was just angry. And yeah, um, it, was, it was so... <laughs> just like a couple games more and I would have uh, sent like threatening emails to women just because I've become such a gamer. <laughs> so I had to stop. <laughs> ah, yes. The natural consequence of not being good at games. <laughs> um... So what did I find shocking and annoying? Well, I'm not sure if I've ever really thrown my controller. Um, I do get pissed off by games though. Um, so one thing that comes to mind is Alan Wake. All right, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of, right, with the author, which is also kind of a Twin Peaksy town. And then I haven't played ghosts. it yet, but I just stumbled over it like a couple of days ago. Or one two weeks ago and I thought like maybe I should try that so maybe you should discourage me or encourage me I mean give it a try personally so I think what I really hated about the game is just the story and the design <laughs> I love the gameplay okay well, so the good. gameplay was fun I think I think I had a lot of fun with that because I remember being so annoyed by the story but then always when you got back into playing hmm. I was like okay that's okay um but yes, it's it's awfully written. I remember that. It's been a couple of years, so that's why I can't be super specific. I only played it once, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, what I really remember hating was how contrived the encounters were. Because you have this... Okay, so the situation is this. You're an author. You're going on vacation to... Um, hmm? You're too easily distracted, by the way. Um, it's the next two-dot topic. I think we need to change that. Well, it was the next one. Well, it's technically true. We're talking about it right now. <laughs> today's topic is... Uh, whatever. I mean, I guess people can just look at us instead of the question. Hello. Um, <laughs> so, so it's an author. He goes on vacation with his wife. They go into like a little, um, like a little house on a lake. And then she disappears. And then there's some ghosts. And the... The thing is basically, you are being hunted by ghosts that are in the shadows and they can't go into the light. So you can like hide, there's like safe spots, like checkpoints are always like under a light bulb because they can't come in there. Mm -hmm. And then you run around, you shoot ghosts and stuff like that. And sometimes these are really hard encounters. As of course, when I get annoyed, when they like needlessly throw me into something, I just want to get through this shitty thing. <laughs> now, the, the, the way it works was kind of fun. Uh, I, I think that was what, like, the aiming and shooting and all this, like, yeah, dealing with them. Um, mm. But the story itself, you had so many moments where, where, like, oh, no, you have reached a safe spot, and this woman can help you, but the electricity is out. You have to go outside and turn on the generator. And then, you know, stuff like that. Like, stupid excuses for me. Why no? Okay, I just got out there so they can throw 50 enemies at me so that the game is challenging or whatever. And that pissed me off so much. <laughs> and, yeah, so it's... Uh, maybe you'll enjoy it. Uh, as I said, I think gameplay-wise it's fine. I've even thought about... Uh, playing that again hmm. because there is a couple of moments that are actually really cool like also story-wise there's there's one moment where I think like that that was that was actually neat um but yeah i don't think i would like 
actively uh, recommend this to people. But mm. yeah, because that's just, now I, I, I can't with these things where they annoy me with something and there's not even a good reason for it. Ah, turn that on. Oh no, now you have to go there through the dark, obviously. And then of course, and you know how these scenes work because they repeat it all the time. Then suddenly the light flickers and oh my God, it's gone again. And stuff like that. It's just like, it's so lazy about its conceit <laughs> that that was annoying. So, do we have other ideas? I mean, I, I know that I got quite angry like playing Counter-Strike back in the day. <laughs> I see. Other people headshot you like, like through the door because that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the pros, they know exactly where people walk and then you can't shoot through doors. It does yeah. like reduce a bit of the damage. But they just sit there and then they go bam, bam. Bam. And if you're a noob, you're just walking, I can see, no, don't. And then you're, what yeah. the fuck happened, uh, cheetah, wall hang. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess for me, another annoying thing, and the reason I never finished the game, uh, was in Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones. Was it called The Two Thrones? Have you heard there's a remake of the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, right, right, right. The whole trilogy or just the first one? Just the first one for yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. But that's also, yeah, I think that's good. Because I like that game, but I don't think I can go back to it because it's like a little clunky and, mm. well, like, you know, a 20 year old game would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the third one in the Sands trilogy, uh, I never finished that because the final boss is so annoying, has like three phases, <laughs> and you always have to start over completely and it takes 15 minutes to get to the point where I, mm -hmm. I kept failing and I was so close like it's it's a weird thing the guy you're trying to uh, beat is basically um, turning into some kind of god I guess through the sand and has like wings and you you do a lot of fighting and then like he flies up into the air and then you like jump over some rocks that are floating there up to cut off the wings and I mm. had to cut off both and then you have to kill him. Mm. And I managed to, f I think, to cut off one or maybe even two, but then I would die again if I got that far at all. And I said, it took like a literal 15 minutes to get to the point where I kept dying. And so at some point I was just like, I'm not going to play this anymore. Fuck you. Fuck all of you who made this. <laughs> what a... Nah. I do want to give that another chance, but it's also the most boring one. I, I love the second one. I mean, it's it has like all the problems, you know, that we've been talking about uh, for the past, you know, fifteen years. Like it's it's so sexist in so many ways, but but it's still a really cool game. Like the this what was the second one called? The Warrior Within. Oh, awesome game. It has my favorite prince, I think, like the way he looks. And um, the mechanics are nice, the way it controls is nice, and it's just it's just such incredibly fun gameplay, I feel. Hmm. Like this running around, jumping, uh, the fighting and everything, it's... Oh, that was so good. Yeah, and then the third one was just okay. I don't even remember it, really. Hmm. I just remember how annoyed I was. <laughs> Yeah, 
And I guess if we're talking about annoying endings, I mean, I guess that doesn't really, it's not 100% what we're talking about, but uh, wait, did you change it back? Yeah. You don't want people to see us while we talk? There's nothing on screen? <laughs> well, there's something on screen. You need to know the topic. But we're talking about it. Our faces are what's important. You mustn't be shy, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> see, now people couldn't even see what you were doing because you're so small. <laughs> um, anyway, the, the end of both Far Cry 2 and 3 pissed me off. Never seen. So 2 was this kind of really cool game. At least it felt fresh and cool back in the day because yeah. it was set in Africa and it was about warlords and shit like that. I think it, it's still pretty cool. And I don't think many people have made games there. No. And I've uh, heard like the um, game design notebook podcast. I'm not sure if it's called podcast. But anyway, Games that now did the um, interview with the the guy with the lead game designer there, and they wanted to have like a different kind of um, cool exotic um, setting, mm -hmm. and then somehow they came I don't know how but they came um, to the conclusion that they wanted to do Africa, mm -hmm. and then they went to do some research and then <laughs> came together and said like okay well. <laughs> Africa is cool, but we, we can't just do like exotic setting. We have to kind of capture what's going on there right now and how it is there and the problems they have. And yeah, and I think that like given that, I think they, they did an excellent job for like just like standard shooty game. Right. Of course, I also enjoy like this uh, the base. What do you call it? Game loop mm. uh, of Far Cry. That's always pretty fun. Although, even though I was excited for what's it called? Primal. Yeah. Well, the one with the caveman. Um, I have not played it very no, far. No idea. I don't think I even heard of it. What? You don't know about this? They made a Far Cry that is with uh, cavemen, and instead of towers you have... Ah, right, I, I heard of it, but I, I actually never saw it, I think. Hmm. 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 Mm hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the... Far Cry 2. So it was a cool game, I enjoyed a lot of it, and then the ending is just gibberish. Like literal gibberish. Over the course of the game you have a couple of companions and a couple of important characters. A bunch of them die, you know, story-wise yeah. uh, and everything. But still, for some reason, they... There you go. For some reason, when you get to the end, there's like there's like a clearing like in the jungle and all the important characters you met are there and they're all trying to kill you, even the dead ones. And that's the end, you just kill all the characters that you met in the game. That is the end of the story. Okay. And that makes no sense in nothing. This is basically, this is a triple A production that didn't have an ending and just said, oh, okay, I'll just fight everyone again. That's it. 
Yeah, I guess they had, didn't have time, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But they literally had nothing. <laughs> it's... I was shocked, I must say. I was, that's why, uh, most shocking. Um, I was a little less shocked with um, the three, but I was still a little bit yeah, disappointed because three I actually really like. It is, that's the one with the, with the human trafficking and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, where they get captured on an island and you sort of join the freedom fight uh, that the locals have with mm -hmm. those traffickers and everything. And it's it, it had so many good moments in there. I mean, the opening is pretty awesome. My favorite, of course, is when you burn down the, the yeah. cannabis fields yeah. uh, with a flamethrower while Skrillex is playing. That's just... <laughs> The soundtrack was amazing anyway, and they yeah. did some really nice, weird stuff uh, where, like, the boss fights, they were always super abstract and mm. everything. And so, and a lot of um, moments in between, especially after you rescue your friend, you sort of chat with them here and there, or, like, they say one thing here and there. Um, and it all seems to go into this... Well, you talk about how you're losing yourself, basically, because you got into this mode of like enacting this violence and you start to enjoy it and you kind mm -hmm. of thrive on it and that's that's why this extremely cool moment is also like story-wise a really fascinating one also in terms of how it brings a player into the same thing because also this is so cool yeah. but it's also kind of the moment where the character is kind of yeah violence you know <laughs> from the scared kid to yes i'm gonna kill literally everyone i'm a superhero kind of thing yeah, yeah. and there was this whole thing going on with uh, with those tribes where you don't get the tattoos and stuff, which up until this point I thought everything was okay. But then the ending did just nothing with it. The ending is then either you impregnate that hot exotic black woman and get killed by her mm -hmm. because, oh, that's all she wanted to do, get a baby and murder you, um, for which you have like to kill your friends. All women, right? Yes. And of course, especially exotic women. Mm. <laughs> and then the other option is because you have to kill your the choice is kill your friends or leave with them. And when you leave, then you just go. And I was just like, this is so stupid for one. But also, I feel like there was a promise made in the game that they were acknowledging what this game is doing mm. in you know the desensitizing against a certain violence, the losing yourself, sort of the the apocalypse now aspect of it all yeah. right and and i thought okay it would be mm. i thought it had to end with it turning out that the tribe used you mm. that it is not a literal white savior mm -hmm. narrative but that the tribe used you and you're just kind of lucky that you got so far and it turns out that none of this is happening like they were they just really needed you that college kid from America to come and be, you know, the most amazing after they give you their powers through their tattoos and, and yeah, and the, the queen of the tribe, you know, sleeps with you because of course, um, and you get some drugs from them, which, you know, totally like, oh, expand your consciousness and give you powers. And that's literally all they needed, you know, they're just really a white boy. That was, hmm. It's like such a great game with such great themes. Like the 
if you cut out the last 15 minutes, this was like building to something like really impressive. And then you're just like, ah, nah, actually let's, let's just, this is just the game. That's just what it is. <laughs> of course, you're the, you're the best and most special boy in the world, so. You're the best. <laughs> Fucking annoying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, otherwise, I think I just get annoyed by these games, similar to The Prince of Persia, where you just die shortly before hmm. you figure it out. And maybe even through unfair stuff, like, you know, when they just throw things at you just to make it harder. Hmm. I really was also annoyed with Tomb Raider, because that towards the end, they just throw so many undead at you, and it's not fun. Mm. I, I did not have I don't have fun with being just drowned in enemies under the guise of difficulty. Yeah. Um, this is the part where it has to get difficult. So we don't know how, so let's just let's just double and triple yeah. the number of things you have to kill. Right. That is that is annoying. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and when I die then and I have to do this more than once, then I that, that that's when I get ragey. That's when I want to throw the controller but I don't mm. because I don't wanna, you know, damage it. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I I have a very low like frustration threshold. Mm -hmm. So most games like platformers that are, I just I just play them until it gets like difficult, and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I got the experience. I don't need to really train to get through there. Like, uh, what was the the one where you go on a mountaintop? Uh, you play like a girl. It's okay. It's, its name is Slope. This is a girl's name, maybe the game name. Pixel graphics. You go to a mountaintop. Yeah, that's the, the conceit of the game, but. Anyway. Um, yeah, that. Um, I played until. Yeah, I thought, like, well, okay, now it's getting hard, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> and. <laughs> The only time I really get angry or annoyed at games are uh, multiplayer games. Like, <laughs> I, like Rocket League, I sometimes get angry at <laughs> when when the ball is like coming to me and I drive my car and I jump and then the ball just goes over me or I just miss it and I miss the ball so often because I'm just so bad <laughs> at the game. And I get so angry and annoyed with myself for being so bad at the game. And uh, Fall Guys yesterday, uh, yeah, yesterday as well, a couple of times where I thought like yeah, I should have been able to because yeah no 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 Fall Guys is again like a bit of the randomness problem. Mm. Um, you don't have that at all in, in Rocket League. That's all physical and you can kind of get really good, but in Fall Guys you have like these wacky physics and if like someone jumps on you uh, or jumps like at you at some not even sure yet how then you fall over and then if people like run over you and it, you're just like falling 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 and everyone is like jumping over mm -hmm. there's one game in uh, one level in particular where you have to go through uh, you remember Takeshi's castle where you run through um the doors like, yeah exactly and some are open some not and and, and that's one level uh, yeah everyone just wants to go through one door and you're even if you were like the first one, but you stumbled and everyone is walking over you and you just get so angry because you, you didn't do anything wrong. I mean, you stumbled, of course, but sometimes you don't even have to do anything wrong. You just 
like you balance on a thingy and then someone from behind like jumps at you stupidly and then you fall off and you're like no or there's there's one with like um like balancing mm -hmm. stuff and you you like these things are huge and then everyone jumps on one side <laughs> and you're <laughs> like no why are you doing this i was here first and then you all fall down and it's not your fault and that that makes me angry and annoyed and uh But I don't throw my controller, never. I just grab it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess where I would have wanted to do that is uh, Tekken. Tekken 3. When you get into yeah, one games. of those where, you know, they just keep hitting you and you have no chance to get up or block or do anything mm -hmm. really. You're just in a in a stun lock kind of. Yeah. And so I became really good at being the stun locker. And <laughs> That was then how I resolved this issue. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah, especially with Eddie, the kind of capoeira. Yeah. That guy, you know, you only have to like mash the two buttons <laughs> and he does like the rotating legs thing and you just, you can't get out of that really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably can, but you have to like block in, in like a microsecond or something. Like I've seen like the, the top players mm -hmm. in these games and it's crazy. Like the, the timing they have. But yeah, as a regular guy, you can't get out there. <laughs> that's true. And it's also, it's also like the annoying thing. If you if you have a fighting game, you show it to someone, and then you've played it for a long time, and they just <laughs> spam one, one kick, and then they win, because you can't get out of there. And that's where I get angry as well, yeah. Because I, I feel that's not, like, that's not how it's supposed to be like they haven't earned it it's an unearned win that <laughs> i should have won because i'm better and the game has to reflect how good i am mm. and then i get angry again yeah. <laughs> yeah i really have to work on this uh, like needing um needing outside reinforcement of that i'm a that i'm a worthy person <laughs> and i i'm sure like games will become more fun i'm also like always uh, amazed at vendasil yeah uh, when he says like I just play games to have fun. And if they aren't fun, well, I try a little bit more, but then I stop playing. And it doesn't seem to bother him if he's in a situation <laughs> like that. He's just like, well, if that's how it is. At least that's my impression of him. <laughs> We haven't really played. Yeah. But yeah, man, do you want to play uh, like a, a beat-em-up sometime? No. Oh, damn it. I want to play Samurai Showdown. That was my story just now that I absolutely do not want to do this. <laughs> I thought you were this, the, the, the stun lock guy. Yeah, because I have to like at least get through it somehow, but I don't enjoy <laughs> this now. I don't oh, know. That's a bummer. <sighs> All right. Are we done? Is that it? So we're almost there. I think so. So... Yeah, why not? So we're gonna you know, see if we can't grab a burger. And yeah, then I guess we'll see you all next time. Oh, you're looking at me. Yeah, I'm here next no, time. I'm just, just looking at you. I'm forgetting something because it feels like such a quick exit. <laughs> well, I always feel like that must be laborious and tedious and take a very long time for it to like be a real one. But I guess when you're done, you're done. Support your environment. Yes. Uh, climate heating is a real thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what to do, hopefully. So, I don't know, but 
See you next time. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Always take time.